What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Playing the Field. I'm your host, Kurt Field. And it is your boy, Baroon Dog. Back in action, Kurt. The motherfucking boys are motherfucking back. Dude, back like we never left. Like we never left. It is what Tom says all the time. <laughs> back like we never left. Bruno, it is good to see you. For uh, friends, family, you know, all those millions of people listening out there. Millions. Millions. Uh, Bruno made the trek down to Stanford, the 100-mile trek mm. Mm, mm. In, in his lovely, lovely car. Did it in a record 69 minutes, plus or minus some amount of minutes, because that's not accurate. Well, <laughs> you're here, and that is quite literally all that matters. All that matters. So we have a little bit of a, a, a fun night planned for both me and Bruno and mm. for you guys as well. We are doing uh, pretty much like a live reaction type thing to the NFL draft. As we speak right now, there are eight minutes and ten seconds on the clock for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Can confirm. Bruno can confirm. Uh, so basically what's going to happen is, you know, we're going we're gonna to come on after each pick is made and just kind of dissect it for a minute or two. We're not going to have these long, drawn-out things. Um, but Bruno, before, we, before, you know, Trevor Lawrence is picked, the, the number one pick, Facts. I want to ask you – a couple of really quick questions, okay? What is your ideal situation for the Patriots tonight? Do they trade up? Do they get a quarterback? Do they stay at 15? Do they trade back? What is what is plan A for Bruno? Plan A for Bruno is trade up for a quarterback. And maybe I'm buying into the hype. Maybe it's a little bit of recency bias because we went through all the quarterback drama last year. Maybe it's because there's so, many, so much talk about quarterbacks. I mean, I guess there always is, right? But I just want us to trade up for a quarterback. There's some debate among the quarterbacks. I know you have your strong opinions, Kurt, and obviously, you know, the top two are kind of set, but I would like us to trade up for a QB. Yeah, Bruno, that's plan A for me as well. I like the Patriots to trade up for a quarterback too. As we know, Lawrence is going to Jacksonville. Uh, Zach Wilson is going to the Jets. So the draft doesn't really start until the number three pick when San Francisco spent literally an arm and a leg to trade up to, to like 19 to number three. So there's no doubt they're taking a quarterback. It just becomes who? And I know there's been all these reports about, you know, at the beginning, everyone thought it was Mac Jones. The 49ers were dead set on it being Mac Jones. And now as the draft has got closer and closer, apparently, you know, according to Schefter and Rappaport and all those guys, it's come down to Lance or Jones, not Justin Fields or whatever. So, Mike, you know, Jones or Lance will be off the board at number three. And then that leaves, you know, Fields and Mac Jones or Trey Lance. Um, if you're a Patriots fan, though, the good news is Carolina went out and got a quarterback. They got Sam Darnold. Uh, as we speak right now, Denver sounds like they're interested in trading for uh, Aaron Rodgers. Sheesh! Holy shit! <laughs> like that happened all in the metal, middle, like the matter of seconds. I I don't understand. It happened this afternoon, and now we're talking about Crazy. Aaron Rodgers being on another team. Banana land. Bananas. So hypothetically. You're looking at a, a spot for the Patriots where, you know, you have to be cognizant of Washington trading up, trying to go get a quarterback, or Chicago trading up to go get a quarterback. But that is plan A for me. If you have to trade up to number seven with the Lions or number eight with the Panthers, to go get a franchise quarterback, you do it. And now, obviously, we don't know who the Patriots like. Like, if let's say, you know, one through five, the Patriots have – you know, Mac Jones at number five. If they think Mac Jones is going to be num like a good quarterback but not a great quarterback, maybe you don't trade up if that's the case. If he falls to you at 15, he falls to you at 15. But if you're going to trade up, hopefully it's their guy. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's plan A. I would certainly not be upset with a receiver. You know, the Patriots need – they still need receiver help. They went out and got Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. Nice pieces. That's great. Julian Edelman is now retired. Sad. So sad. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, 
So you're going to have to replace some produ- a lot of production there. So if it's Jalen Waddle, if he somehow slips, um, something like that, that'd be great. Even Devonta Smith, um, you know, people are saying it's a risky, risky pick based on the fact that he weighs 166 pounds. Uh, I think Kurt weighed that in third grade. Oh, no, not oh, that Kurt again. <laughs> oh, Roly-poly-oly Kurt back in third grade. But, you know, this is such an exciting draft from a Patriots perspective because they could do anything. They could trade up. They could stay at 15. They could trade back, which I know Bruno's not a fan of, but I, I certainly could see if if the quarterback's off the board, you could pretty much, for the Patriots, go get a guy at, like, number 23 or 24 that you could probably get, you know, close to the same value at 15. So if that's the case, trade back, acquire more picks, make sure you can get, like, a day two quarterback if that's what you want, or fill that, like, 50-hole gap of picks that you have from, like, 90, 46 to 96. So a lot of stuff for the Pats. Um, this will be really exciting. Uh, I'm going to shut up now, and we will be back with our live reaction to when we know Trevor Lawrence gets picked. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Bruno, in a shocking turn of, event, turn of events. Wow. 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 Trevor Lawrence's Jacksonville Jaguars. Consider me shocked. Did not see that coming. Here is my gripe with the draft every single year. Mm-hmm. If you are the number one team, why on God's green earth are you taking eight minutes to make your selection? On the greenest of earths, you're wasting valuable time. You're wasting my time. You're wasting Bruno's time. You're wasting everyone's time. Everyone's. I don't like my time being wasted. No. My OCD goes a little no. crazy. Okay, but let's, you've had months and months and months to decide who you're taking. Take the person. Don't sit there for, ta- for 10 minutes. It no. really drives me crazy. No. So Trevor Lawrence is a Jaguar. Jets are on the clock. Same thing here. We pretty much know if it's not Zach Wilson – we're going to be shocked. Yeah, something crazy happened. So expect that to happen. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Peace. All right, Bruno, we knew this one too. Second pick, Zach Wilson is officially a New York Jet. Quick thoughts. I'm fairly positive that after Trevor Lawrence, both you and I agree that Wilson was our next favorite quarterback. I think he's going to be good. I'm sad he's going to the Jets. I don't really want to see him. That being said, Kurt, we also share this opinion too. Quarterbacks who go to the Jets don't always pan out. No, it's literally where they go to die. Like, we were just talking with us off mic that Sam Donald was our favorite person in, like, the 2016-17 draft, whatever that was. Yep. And then, obviously, you know how that panned out. It didn't It didn't pan out. So, obviously, that's a byproduct of being on the Jets and the time he was on the Jets. But um, Zach Wilson is electric. Like, his mobility to get out of the pocket, his off-time throws is really, really, really impressive. Um, so, yeah, it sucks that he's going to be in our division for the next couple years. But – in the same breath like i'm happy for him like mm-hmm. he just like if if trevor lawrence isn't in this draft he's yep. the number one pick yeah so um it'll be it'll be awesome to watch see what he does and who knows maybe this is a, a kind of like a rebirth for the jets a new a new head coach they did some they addressed some things in free agency so on and so forth but uh yeah the first 12 year old ever played in the nfl there he is zach wilson j-e-t-s jets 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 baby yes sir and now as everyone has said, the draft officially begins. Let's go. Is it is it Mac Jones? Is it Trey Lance? Mm. Is it someone else like Kyle Pitts and the whole internet explodes? Mm. Probably not. <laughs> but find out when we come back. Ooh-hoo-hoo. All right. So just so you guys know, the number three pick is in. The 49ers pick is in. Bruno and I did a thing. We did a thing, Kurt. We put our phones down so we couldn't get spoiled on Twitter. So no we will, spoilers. No spoilers. So we will live 
get the reaction to what we think is going on. Obviously, a quarterback is going to get picked here. Oh, obvi- oh, all takes exposed, maybe? No. <laughs> Bruno thinks it's Mac Jones. I think it's Trey Lance. So mm. when Roger Goodell comes to the mic, you mm. will see our literal live reaction to what's going on. So They're is- spamming the pick is in, Kurt, but I'm not seeing Goodell walk onto the stage. Well, he is slow. He's an that old that man. is very true. Um, is he sitting in his chair? Wait, is he is he sitting no. in his chair between picks? So I don't see him. So what's going on is they're putting, they're putting a fan of the team in his stupid chair. No way. That's, yeah, it's very weird. They're just like looking at the audience being like, hello, <laughs> yes. it is me. Just sitting there. Then Bruno, this is so exciting. This is, the, this is, this is where the draft starts. So this is an oh, exciting yeah. time. Oh, This is an exciting yes. time. I have, like, butterflies. I don't know why, because mm-hmm. I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. We know that. Mm-hmm. But Well, Kurt, uh, do we need more Kings of Leon, or what's happening here? If I see – I, you know, and here's the thing. I respect Kings of Leon, like, no doubt, but, like, I didn't need that six-hour concert yeah, before no the Yeah, no shot. No shot. It's like we wait all the day for 8 p.m., and then here's a I mean, concert. I came here for football, not for a Kings and of Leon And then, concert. Kurt, what did we just say? Right. Both teams took 10 minutes each. Yeah, here comes Goodell. So you might hear this in the background, but – Kurt, is that a concert I hear? Here we go. Roger, get up to the microphone. Come on, buddy. Roger. So you think Jones? You That's think what I think. I mean, uh-huh. I don't know. Do, 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 do. Wow, Kurt, nailing Trey it. Trey Lance. Lance. Wow. Holy shit. That's kind of crazy because I feel like – in the start of the draft process, remember how people were saying he's a project, he's like long-term, all that sort of stuff? To see him rise to be the third pick, like the first of that crop of him, Fields, and Mac Jones, to see him be the first of those three is kind of crazy. That surprises me. I still think Justin Fields is my favorite of those three. Right. But Mike Reese just tweeted, the 49ers select Trey Lance, blah, 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 potentially puts Mac Jones in play for New England. Big pivot point in this draft for the Patriots here at pick number three. Oh, boy. So... Mike Reese is well-informed for the Patriots. So, you know how I was saying earlier, if the Patriots, if their guy is available to go right. get him, if their guy is Mac Jones, might be, might be, I don't know. I don't know, Bruno. This I is exciting. Know. But the draft is officially now really taken off, and uh, we'll see what happens. Here we are. Here we are. But Trey Lance is a 49er. All right, Bruno. Pick is in at number four. The Atlanta Falcons select Kyle Pitts. Wow. I, honest to God, think he could be a huge future Hall of Famer. Like, he's that good. Yeah, he's dirty. He's a freak. He's a tight end by, like, by definition, but at the same time, like, what he's able to do is something like tight ends just can't do. He's almost like a wide receiver. Yeah, and when you also think about who the Falcons have for receivers, I know there was all those talks recently about potentially trading Julio Jones, so, like, that is a thing, I guess. But, like, keeping their offense as is, like, they're – again, they're just loaded right now at the on, like, for wide receivers and tight ends. So, yeah. is Matt – what's the deal with Matt Ryan? Is he still – so Matt Ryan, that's the thing. When everyone was talking about Atlanta going to get a quarterback, it didn't make sense because of the amount of money Atlanta has to pay Matt Ryan over okay. the course of the next two years. It's like twenty three and then twenty eight million dollars. Oh shit! Like, and if they cut him, it's dead money. So like, oh, it counts yikes. against the cap. Yeah. So there was like no logistical way that he was going to be cut or traded because no one's right. taking on that contract. So that was like the whole Justin Fields thing to Atlanta. I was like, it's just not. It's it can't happen. Right. Um, but this is a, this is a huge get for Atlanta. One of the best players in the draft. Bruno, I want to circle back really quick. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance to uh, the 49ers at number mm-hmm. three. Um, from a Patriots perspective, I think it's telling because I remember earlier how I was saying if the Patriots want to trade up and go get their guy, then they should do it. I don't think Trey Lance was their guy. Mm-hmm. So he had two pro days. Mac Jones had a pro day. And then Justin Fields had two pro days. 
Um, the Patriots went to one of Mac Jones and one of Justin Fields. They didn't make a trip to see Trey Lance. Right. If you're going to go get a franchise quarterback, you're going to want to see him at a pro day. So I think that was telling that, that nobody, nobody went to go see him. Right. So I have a feeling if the Patriots want to go up and trade to seven or eight or whatever, if it's Jones or it's Fields, if it's one of those guys to – to go, they have the opportunity opportunity to do it. So the jitters. I don't know what's going to happen, Kurt, but again, it's there. Bruno, you and I agree. I think with Mac Jones that if the Patriots get Mac Jones, I'd like them to stay at fifteen, right, and get Mac Jones. Right. I don't want to lose assets to go no. get a guy like Mac Jones no. because I'd be more than happy to see Cam Newton play quarterback this year. I don't think you're that big of a difference between Cam Newton this year and right. Um, Mac Jones this year. Shout out to Big Cat trading up to get Mac Jones is like the Bears. That's like a Bears move. That we're the Patriots. Be, we're not the Bears. Yeah, that would be a total Bears move. Yeah. Again, Justin Fields is my guy. That's yep. who I want. If he's there at number eight, uh, set, I'll do it. Done. I, I'm done. I'll say I'll trade a lot to go get lock him. it. Lock in. it in. So here we go. Bengals are on the clock. What are they going to do? Are they going to get Joe Burrow some help at tackle with Penny Sewell? Yeah. Are they going to go get Jamar Chase? Are they going to go crazy and get Jalen Waddle? What's going to happen? Uh, we'll tell you. Real soon. Real soon. Bruno. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Burrow gets his guy. Mm. Jamar Chase, wide receiver from LSU, goes to Cincinnati. Um, good pick for the Bengals. One I'm a little bit surprised about. I thought I was pretty convinced they were going with Penny Sewell to tackle from Oregon because, you know, as good as your wide receivers are, and the, the wide receivers were not the issue for the Bengals last year. It was the protection that Joe Burrow died almost every snap he took. Literally. So I'm a little surprised that they went with Jamar Chase. But, I mean, there's no doubt Jamar Chase is a stud. Yeah, I mean, in the words of Hoodie Allen, Kurt, the chase is on. So Joe Burrow gets his guy. If you're going to try to build around a franchise quarterback, you might as well get a guy. He Like, he actually played with him in college, right? Like, they brought, they overlapped at LSU. So if you're going to uh, if you're gonna try to make your franchise QB happy, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, and they said there was on Twitter that, uh, you know, Joe Burrow gave a lot of intel to the coaches about Jamar Chase and that it was his guy. So they're reunited. Done and done. And I like this because I was all I wanted was that the bank that, that the Dolphins who are picking sixth didn't get Chase and they didn't get Kyle Pitts. So my wish came true. Mm-hmm. Now do they go Devonta Smith? Do they go Jalen Waddle? Or did they oh, go get Wait, Penny did he Sewell? play with Tua? Who? Devonta Smith? Yeah, and Waddle. They both did. Oh they oh I guess they both did. Yeah, you're so right. but if I'm the Dolphins, I'm going to I'm going to take Penny Sewell. But we'll find out soon. Okay. All right, so at number six, Jalen Waddle goes to the Dolphins. You sound a little sad there. I am sad. You know that was like I feel like that was like the perfect guy to go potentially replace Julian Edelman. Right. Obviously, would have had you would have had to really get lucky. He would have had to fall a little bit. You probably would have had to trade up to get him by all accounts. So. A great pick for the Dolphins. Brian Flores stays hot with his drafting. Um, so, I don't know. I think that's a great pick for Tua, too, because people have said the entire draft, he's the closest thing probably to Tyree Kill. And so, when you get a guy like that for a quarterback who you sometimes you were questioning if he was the guy, this will help the Dolphins big time. Yeah, I don't have too much to add. We just talked about the LSU connection. Now they got the Alabama connection. So, again, good for Tua. Hopefully this is a sign of confidence for him because I know that was a big thing. You bet. So the Lions are on the clock. They have a lot of options. Are they going to trade back? What's going to happen? Any guesses? Did you just see? No, I didn't see. I, I'm refreshing. I was trying yeah. to see if I could, but I didn't see. No. Uh, any guesses? 
I mean, they've been talking about trading it. We haven't had a trade yet. Yeah. All these talks about trades, we haven't had a trade yet. All right. Know. We'll, well see. We will see. All right. We said we will see it. We have seen. We have seen it. Even, even with your one eye. One good eye. eye. Yes. Uh, so, Penny Sewell is a Detroit Lion. If you're the Dolphins, you got to be ab- – I mean, whoa, not the Dolphins. If you're the Lions, you have to be absolutely thrilled with that pick. Um, you get the guy who is, you know, the best the best lineman in the class at number seven. What did Dan Campbell say? The guys who are going to eat yep. kneecaps Break, or kneecaps, Break kneecaps, destroy people, eat people. Well, I don't know what he said. He got one. He got a guy yeah. who can do that. So, great pick for the Lions. Here, here comes Carolina now. Carolina, this is the rumors, the Patriots, Carolina talking, talking trade. Uh, we heard that leading up to today. Carolina wants to get more picks. We've also heard they love Justin Fields. Uh, you're going to see my heartbreak if they take Justin. Sure, we're nervous. It's it's fair to say we're nervous. I'm antsy. I'm nervous. A lot of emotions. Um, this is a big pick, and we will be back with it very soon. Bruno, the number eight pick for the Carolina Panthers has come and gone. And I will say this. Justin Fields and Mac Jones are still available. Yeah, Kurt, I, the floor is yours because pe- before this pick, before we were recording right now, Kurt was stressing out of his mind. You know, because I, I saw leading up to all day, the Panthers had no no plans to take a quarterback unless Justin Fields dropped down to them at eight. Well, Justin Fields dropped to them at eight, and they didn't take him. Bruno, who they take? J.C. Horn, the cornerback out of South Carolina. He's gonna, been compared to Stephon. He's, I saw a comparison – Half Stephon Gilmore, half Richard Sherman. If that's Holy who he is, shit. if that's who he is, he's the Terminator. Yeah, that's pretty fucking good. So I'm very happy. Thank you, Carolina, for not taking Justin Fields. Broncos, if you take him, I'm going to slip my wrist. Trigger warning. Oh, no. Trigger warning. Trigger <laughs> oh, no. warning. Um, so here he's still in play. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt is also still very much in play, ladies Kurt and gentlemen. Is very so. much in play. So uh, Denver, please don't screw us up for us. Ooh, I got a smile on my oh face. Oh, my God. It is huge. It is huge. Huge. Because the Broncos pick is in, and it's not Justin Fields. It's not Mac Jones. It's not a quarterback. Back-to-back cornerbacks are selected mm. in the draft. Uh, Patrick Sertan second is uh, is the choice for the Broncos. What does this tell me, Bruno? What does it say? I think, the De- I think Denver is hot on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, we saw those reports right before the draft. I showed up to your house having just driven here, and Kurt immediately goes, Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos. And I was like, what? And it's been it's been rumored. They're talking oh, about yeah. it all today, but, like, is it happening? You could say that it is with this pick. So, Bruno, there are some unbelievable players still on the board here. There's five picks to go. And now you have to be weary if you're the Patriots. Some of these quarterback-needy teams like Chicago, like Washington, like even New Orleans, who is rumored, there's a chance for them to co-trade up now. So while the quarterback gauntlet, one might presume, is gone, uh, they, that Mac Jones and Justin Fields have made it through, there's still plenty of people out there who could come up. So right now it's Dallas at 10, Giants at 11, Philadelphia at 12. Who's 13? Do you know? I forget. Uh, are the Chargers, I think. Chargers. And 14 is Minnesota. So – um, we'll see. Could the Gi- could the Giants go get Devonta Smith? Maybe. Uh, I know that Dallas really wanted a really wanted a corner cornerback, so he's off the board. Maybe they go get Micah Parsons or someone like that for defense. Um, we will see. Maybe they get. I don't envision them getting Devonta Smith with there. They have plenty of wide receivers. I feel like Smith might go to the Giants. Yep. We'll see what happens with Dallas. This is one of those places. I think Dallas, if they don't love someone on, on their board, they could trade back. 
That's what I'm saying. So be weary. We don't want any trades, I feel like. Uh, if there's a trade, that's bad news for the Patriots. Yes, so, um, whew. All right, Dallas, you're on the clock. Let's see what's next. Let's see. Bruno, we have a trade. We do. Okay, so we were in the gauntlet. It was Dallas at 10, the Giants at 11, and Philly at 12. Philly has leapfrogged the Giants, gone to number 10, traded with Dallas, traded a third-round pick to go up and get Devonta Smith. So mm-hmm. like I remember how I just said seconds ago on this podcast that I thought Devonta Smith would be a good spot for the, with the Giants. Yep. Uh, apparently the Eagles thought that too, and they weren't going to wait around. So they went up, they got their guy, more receiving help for Jalen Hurts. Desperately needed. We always talk about how the Eagles receivers are a joke. This is going to really help uh, help them a lot. I think our, initially you and I were both like, oh, shit, because when the trade came in, we were like, oh, no, who's getting a quarterback? <sighs> this is a temporary sigh of relief, but Kurt – we're still in war mode, and so, so, rumors on the street are that you're grabbing Pitchfork and heading yeah, north. I just tweeted if, if – if, <laughs> Live if, tweet from Kurt. <laughs> for some reason, Justin Fields is there at 15, and Bill Belichick skips over him. Oh, I'm no. grabbing my pitchforks and I'm heading north. <laughs> All right, so uh, fair warning, uh, at old takes exposed. Uh, whoever, Whatever we got to do, whatever voodoo magic we need to make this happen, Kurt, we're going to make it happen. All right, so let's look forward for a second. Giants at 11. My guess is maybe they go over Sean Slater or Micah Parsons, the linebacker. Um, Dallas, uh, maybe Dallas could trade out again. Who knows? Please no. Maybe they go. Get, maybe they get. Oh, 36 seconds ago, the Giants are having trade talks at number eleven. Maybe Caleb Farley for Dallas or whatever. So Sorry. we're gonna get off. We're gonna get off. Uh, stay tuned. This is this is getting crazy. Now we're getting crazy. It's getting to goofing time. Pain. Sadness. Pain. The goddamn Chicago Bears just traded up from 20 to number 11 to take Justin Fields. I have nothing else to say. I mean, first of all, fuck the Bears. Second of all, fucking they just got Andy Dalton. So let's let the the record show they just did that. Third of all, fuck the Bears. But like what a massive overpay for them to go to go up from 20 to like. Let's not forget, it's the Chicago Bears. It's literally the Bears. Like it's the Chicago Bears. Like duh, you, like Bears. You, like you, like you stink. You stink. They're and garbage. You just you overpaid. I don't remember what it was. It was like a, a a first. Obviously, the first this year, a first next year, a third this year, and a fourth next year. Something just an absolute ridiculous amount. Like you're this. Like I mentioned, you're the Chicago Bears. You have so many holes to fill, and you're mortgaging all that to go up and get a quarterback. It's the classic double down. What did they just fuck up last time? They did the same thing with for Mitch Trubisky. Now they're like, oh, we're going to fix this by doing the same exact thing again. Fuck them. So there's three picks to go before the Patriots. 12, Dallas, 13, Chargers, 14, Minnesota. I mean, on, the, on the board, you still have Micah Parsons, Rashawn Slater, the, the tackle, Elijah Vera Tucker, the guard, Quiddy Pay, the edge defender, Oh wait, is that the Liddy Quitty Titty from our from Liddy Jack Titty Quitty. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm back in. I'm, I'm back, back in at 15, baby. Right. Uh, Bruno, Kurt, I'm fucking does back. Does not I feel forgot. like this does not feel like Mac Jones. Kurt, I don't give a fuck about Mac Jones. I forgot about Liddy Titty Quitty. Would be another Michigan guy. <laughs> Let's for the fucking Patriots. go. God, I hate the Bears though. God, yeah, I hate them. I, I mean, they're they're garbage. He's, uh, I mean, he's going to be garbage because he's on the Bears. Well, here's what I'll say: the Patriots must. The Patriots better be pretty confident that he, that Justin Fields isn't going to be an all-caliber quarterback, all-pro or whatever, because you you have to think to move up four or five spots wouldn't have been a massive uh, uh, asset management. Right. You know, like It wouldn't have been massive. So Justin Fields is a bear. I'm in pain. Well, Kurt, moving on. hashtag in Bill we trust. I guess. 
Micah Parsons off the board. Dallas gets their new linebacker. I think that's a really solid pick uh, for for Dallas. Sean Lee just retired, correct? The linebacker, yeah. I think? Or he's gonna if he didn't, he's gonna get injured again. Yeah. So. so he's gone. Micah Parsons, who is one of the most athletically gifted players in the entire draft, goes to Dallas. That's really good value for Dallas at number twelve. Um, so yeah, interesting. Yeah, and again, coming back to the Pats because shocker, we're Pats fans. If we weren't to take a quarterback at fifteen, which we probably will, it's probably Mac Jones, but we'll see. If we weren't, you and I were talking about Micah Parsons being the guy we would take. If not, so now, Kurt, it's like, uh, is this you know how they said uh, Devonte Mac no matter what in draft day? Is this Mac Jones no matter what? I feel, uh, dude, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't <laughs> you didn't like that. Let me tell you, <laughs> pitchforks might still be in play. Kurt. Micah Parsons. Well, I said that if Justin Fields was on the board at fifteen, <laughs> and we didn't pick him, but Micah Parsons was probably my pick for the Patriots. If, if I, if I had thought for a long time that all the quarterbacks would be off the board by fifteen, right. so Micah Parsons was a guy. I was like, that would be an unbelievable find for years to come in the in the center of the Patriots defense. I was also really obsessed with JC um, JC Horn. Yep. He's he obviously early. off the board. Yep. Um, Patrick Sertan, he's off the board. So if the Patriots don't like Mac Jones, because there's, there's not an impact player on offense left. Trade really. down. Yeah, you trade down. It would be the most Bill Belichick thing of all fucking yep. time to go get draft a lineman at 15. A lineman like Rashawn Slater, and then trade Isaiah Wynn or something crazy like that. Would we that, trade Wynn already? Probably. That would be the most Bill Belichick thing quite literally of all time. Yeah. I'm not morale was high. It's it's now low. And I, we did say before me, we did say before if Mac Jones was there at 15 and the Patriots took him fine, but you're right. It's just not sexy. It's not yeah, like, a, it's not it doesn't like, get you going. He is a national champ though. I don't know if we pick him. I'll, I'll, I'll talk myself into it. I always oh do. Yeah. Yeah. So, check back in on us. I pick 15. Again, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I will say this: If Minnesota for some reason takes him, I'll be mad. I don't know what. I don't know and why. I'd be just, mad. Like, what are we even going to do? It. I. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. But this was my point: If there was no one here who you're in love with, trade back and get a pick. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. So I feel like it's, I feel like it's Mac Jones or Bust. But mm. who knows? Oh, I will say this too: There have been reports, and it could be just a spin zone. It could just be a spin yep. zone that the Patriots, um, you know. The whole Justin Fields thing was a smoke screen, and the only—I don't totally believe that—but at the same, in the same breath, there was an interesting point. Like Bill Belichick and the Patriots keep things so close to the vest, so the lips tight, um, tightly sealed all the time. And you heard all this stuff leading up to today about Justin Fields, Justin Fields, Justin Fields. That's just very unpatriots-like. So maybe he wasn't their guy. Who knows? Yeah, I agree with that. And also, you said this earlier, but I would not have wanted the Patriots to, I guess, do the package that the Bears did to move up. So you know, oh. at the end of the day, yeah, the we'll... Bears had to move up a lot, a lot further, like five extra picks. Well, that's still, true. That's true. But still, that was a haul to yeah, get up there. So we'll see what happens. Um, the Chargers are on the clock. Two minutes to go. Do they go get Slater? Like what? What happens with that? Um, we'll find out. Yeah, TBD. All right, y'all. Quick one for you. Okay, Rashawn Slater, the tackle from Northwestern, I believe, is a uh, Los Angeles Charger. So good for Justin Herbert. Get some protection because that offensive line was crap last year. So uh, I literally have nothing else to say. Herbert rhymes with Sherbert. That's all we have. Yep. See you next time. Well, not really, but see you on the next pick. 
All right, and an interesting turn of events. The Jets traded up from like the 23rd pick all the way to 14, Bruno. When we first saw the news, all we saw was the Vikings are trading, and we were like, oh, shit. And then we saw it was the Jets, and we were like, huh, because huh. they already have a quarterback. Yeah, so what happened was the Jets went up, and they got Elijah Vera Tucker, the guard from USC. Um, and Doug Kide, the Patriots reporter, just tweeted, the Patriots liked Elijah Vera Tucker a lot. He was in play for the Patriots at 15. But now the moment of truth comes, Bruno. We've talked about it all offseason. Mac Jones is there for the taking at 15. Does it happen? What does your gut say, yes or no? I mean, gut says yes. Gut says yes. Like, I just don't think there's like even anyone else we'd consider taking right now, right? If we don't get Mac Jones right now, I want us to trade back. There's no one I love I agree. On the board. I, so, I'm perfectly okay with that. If it's Mac Jones, and here's my thing, too. The Patriots have never paid for an expensive quarterback. So getting a having someone come in like Mac right. Jones right. makes sense in Bill Belichick's plan. And, you know, everyone says said all along, perfect fit, Mac Jones, Tom Brady-esque. I know you don't ever want to be compared to Tom Brady. Mm. But Bruno's gut says yes, it's Mac Jones. My gut says yes, Mac Jones. If it's not Mac Jones, please trade back and collect some picks. We will see. All right. All right, Kurt. All right, all right, all right. It's a done deal. We've said it all offseason. It's been rumored. Well, who is their guy? You know, Mac Jones, prototypical Patriot. Well, he is a prototypical Patriot mm-hmm. no more because he is a Patriot, Bruno. It's official. Mac Jones is a New England Patriot. Yeah, so obviously the other quarterbacks we were rooming for are gone now, right? So that's something that we at least have to say. So, yes, we took Mac Jones. It's not like we took him over other people. I guess what you can argue is we did not trade up for Justin Fields or someone else, right? That's what we had been talking about. So it's going to be interesting what the spin zone is. Was this our guy all along? Was he who was available realistically for us? I'm not sure. But regardless, Kurt, he's on our team. And here's something that needs to be taken into account, okay? Nick Saban is Bill Belichick's best friend. Right. There is no way Bill Belichick drafts Mac Jones to be the QB of the future if Nick Saban's like, yeah, hold on. Right. There That's are some point. flaws. That's a good point. I remember saying that in our last podcast we ever like we had recorded in season two. If if it gets the Nick Saban stamp of approval, Bill Belichick more times than not is going to follow it. So you have to know it's uh, you know something that Nick Saban has said you're gonna you're not going to regret it. So. Whether we like it or not, Mac Jones is on is on the team. He is no doubt now the quarterback of the future. Um, I think this might spell the end for Jarrett Stidham, potentially. Probably, yeah. And uh, not to segue off that too like differently, but one thing you were saying earlier that I've been thinking about, you said Mac Jones, correct me if I'm wrong, known for his accuracy, right? One of the more accurate oh, passers yeah. in the draft. Yep. That could be huge. Not only one, because last year, I know he was hurt and he had his shoulder things, but Cam Newton, not always the most accurate passer. He had his throws that he was great at, right? But he wasn't always the most accurate. And number two, if we continue this trend, which we tried to switch this offseason with our signings, if we're not able to have wide receivers who can create space and are just wide open, if we get a QB who's very accurate and if the wide receivers can just you know he can hit them so that it's not all the pressure yeah that was a mistake yeah. that had to be a mistake we just saw a, a draft yeah that was a mistake yeah kurt don't <laughs> we saw a little mistake on the espn draft where it said temporarily that mac jones is going to the jets that was two two quarterbacks yeah, in the first been, that would have been picks. hilarious but it was just a mistake but classic well, espn they lie wait espn lies always have always will i lost my but bruno you no, go you talk well it's so spot on like the everyone has said that oh jimmy garoppolo could be a patriot because He's built for what the Patriots now have on offense. Those two tight end sets, those plays up the seam. It 
so Jimmy Garoppolo and Mac Jones are very similar. And I said this before we started. I would want Mac Jones over Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. Um, so that's our guy. That's our guy. So we're gonna we're gonna get back to the drawing board here and 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 watch some stuff, and then we'll be back in a little bit. Bruno, you, any you, final thoughts? Uh, Mac Jones, no matter what. No matter what. All right, so Bruno and I have calmed down. Mm. Where we've we've talked about Mac Jones. We'll get to that in a second. But at number sixteen, the Arizona Cardinals like Zayvon Collins, the Tulsa linebacker. Um, he was someone who I was, you know, was definitely had to be on the Patriots' radar. He's super super talented, and for Arizona, a team that has focused so heavily on their offense to surround it with Kyler Murray, this is a great pick for them on defense. Yeah, I only have two thoughts. Well, firstly, I agree with what you said. They have focused a lot on offense. Good for them to go on defense. My two thoughts. Zavin is a wild name. I'm sure all of us are thinking it, and I just had to be the one that said it. But number two, Kurt, uh, where did he go to college? Did Some some are saying Tulsa. What Tulsa. Uh, what, conf- what power six power conference six? are they in, Kurt? Uh, the American. Hmm, and we left that shitty-ass conference behind. Uh, shout out UConn. So, you know, Kurt, uh, I'm glad Ima- he's not on the Patriots. Imagine being in the American conference when you could be independent. Can you even imagine, Can bro? Can you even imagine? <laughs> Not us. Not us. Not I. Not Bruno. <laughs> not, not, I, not Kurt I. No. Good Lord. All right. Let's bring it back to reality for Woo! one more second. All right. Final thoughts on some Mac Jones stuff. We were off air again. Off air. What am I doing? Oh, off mic. Off air. Yeah. yeah. Talking about how, you know, I mentioned the Jimmy Garoppolo connection. And Mac Jones, I believe, is a better version of Jimmy Garoppolo at literally an eighth of the price. So you're getting – a quarterback for potentially five years making chump change. And it's a guy who fits what the Patriots did from a schematic standpoint in free agency, Hunter Henry, uh, John U. Smith at tight end. You have a Damian Harris uh, who played with Mac Jones at people Alabama. Forget. People forget uh, Sony Michelle in a loaded backfield. Um, the receivers, like we mentioned, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. It just seems a little bit reinvented uh, for a guy Potentially, who could be pro ready like Mac Jones? Does he start day one? Who knows? Way too early to speculate about that. But what I will say is when San Francisco was talking about taking Mac Jones, everyone said he was the most pro ready quarterback. If you wanted to plug and play a quarterback, it was it was Mac Jones. Uh, maybe aside from Trevor Lawrence, um, right? Obviously, but that's that's pretty telling. And as I just said before, the Nick Saban connection is huge for me because Nick Saban would not steer Bill Belichick in the wrong connect in it's the true. wrong direction. And final thought, Mike Reese, the Patriots beat reporter for ESPN, came on and said the Patriots literally took no time off the clock. Um, like they were uh, – Mike Reese, like that just shows the conviction that they knew they were going to get Mac Jones. So was he the Patriots guy all along? Who knows? But I'm sure we'll find I'm sure we'll find out in some way or another coming up in the next couple of days here. But Mac Jones is a Patriot. I'm pretty pleased about it. We did say before, if he was there at 15 – take him he was there at 15 and they took him and kurt the only thing left at this point right now that we know it's mac jones that's it's set in stone the only thing left you and i were also talking about this you just said he's the most pro ready we still have cam newton on our team that's going to be the biggest question we're now moving from which quarterback or are we taking a quarterback to is mac jones going to start and that's like a big you know that's going to be the big training camp story you know what's interesting too and this was this was floated i don't remember which reporter maybe jonathan jones from the nfl network i can't remember but he said a couple days ago if the patriots select mac jones jarrett Sidham is very similar to mac jones and like they're and like what they do right. as a quarterback could you potentially go into the season with mac jones and jarrett Sidham 
and trade Cam Newton. Yikes. Yeah. That would be wild. That'd be wild. But it's something – dude, if you're going to make a change, like a schematic change to tailor it to someone like Mac Jones, is there really a point to having Cam Newton on your team? I mean, I on one hand, I see that perspective, but didn't we just do this whole song and dance with Ari resigning Cam Newton and then like no one else did and there's all this other stuff and then it's like Yeah. But I, I will say this the what the Patriots signed Cam Newton to was not uh NFL starter contract. That's backup money. Cam Newton is making backup money. Now, do I think the Patriots would have been say Mac Jones was gone, do I think the Patriots would have been content, more or less, going to the season with Cam Newton as their starter? Yeah. I do think that, but that's not that's not the only thing on the table anymore. Now you have a young guy coming in here who seems relatively pro ready, and uh, there's a lot to figure out come training camp. Would you say that if that's not the only thing on the table, Kurt? Another thing on the table is a cuck. A cuck. There could be. It might be cucking season. It might be cucking season. <laughs> um, I dude, I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Where do they go from here? Right. Like. Is a, is a second-round pick a wide receiver? Where do they go to defense? Is Stephon Gilmore traded? There are so many questions. Endless. Endless questions. The next couple of days for the Patriots are going to be so important for the next five to ten years of their franchise. Yep. And it's – it's it, what this tells me, too, is that, like, Bill, Bel- Bill Belichick is going to be here for a while. This, oh, yeah. Like, he's not – like, if I was, like – I was trying to play this through my head earlier today. You know, if we go out and we get Jimmy Garoppolo, is that Bill saying, eh? I'm content. I'll be here for a couple more years. Yeah. And I'm out. Now you just went and got potentially your guy who is a rookie quarterback for five more years to build a team around. Relatively cheap. So uh, I think the hoodie, the Darth Vader, is going to be around New England for quite some time. We ain't leaving. And we I'm, ain't fucking leaving. Let me tell you, I'm very happy about that. Oh, stoked. I The NFL draft is still going on. The Raiders pick is in. I've lost a little bit of interest. Yeah, me too. Um, We'll go through it. We'll do. We'll you know. Uh, yeah, no, we'll, promises. no promises. Will we come back? Will we not? I mean, you're gonna know because you're listening to this and you can see how long the episode is in. We don't know currently, so we'll come back. You know, what we might do. We might go. We might let a bunch of picks happen and then go through them or yeah. something like that. You know, so so you should be excited that you know this before we do. Cause... Yeah, we haven't decided yet, but you'll know soon. Yeah, yeah. Time will tell. All right, and so will we. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you know by now, uh, well, actually, you don't know by now, but I'm here to tell you, we didn't do every pick. Wait, didn't I say earlier that they would know before us, but we knew before that? Wait, why did I say that? They, well, hmm, that's an interesting proposition. (laughs) Fast Bruno with the questionable Yeah, well, you know what? It's Bruno. (laughs) That was wild. It's 12.02 a.m. Oh, yeah, it's goofing hours. It's goofing hours. It's goofing hours. hours. Not a lot makes sense, but here's what does make sense, Mm. Okay. After the Patriots drafted Mac Jones at number 15, we did the Zayvon Collins pick for the Cardinals at 16, and then we sat here talking. We're not going to go through every pick. Nope. It would just be too long, too tedious. You wouldn't like that. We wouldn't like that. True. We, To be honest, for the last hour and a half, we've been talking about Mac Jones pretty much in this in Facts. this house. Uh, what is it? What's his name? McCorkle. His middle name is McCorkle. <laughs> Shout out our boy, McCorkle. I will call him nothing <laughs> McCorkle from now on. He's McCorkle Jones. Love it. Um, so... We are going to quickly just buzz through buzz. some of the, buzz bzz, some through some of these draft picks just so you can, you know, hear them. So at seventeen, Alex Leatherwood from Alabama went to the Raiders. Massive overdraft doesn't make any sense. Miami followed it up getting Jalen Phillips, awesome pick for them, uh, edge defender from 
uh, Miami, so he's not going far at all. He's going down the road. Uh, Jamin Davis is a Kentucky linebacker. He went at 19. Here was a surprise, Bruno. At number 20, the Giants went Kadarius Toney, the Florida wide receiver. Uh, I don't know if you know a lot about Kadarius Toney, but, again, similar to Tyree Kill, super fast. He's a playmaker when the ball gets in his hands. But I thought Joe Judge was going to go defense. Yeah. He did not. Kadarius Toney. So that could be a home run pick or that could be a terrible pick. He's been had a couple uh, gun possession charges. So that's one to keep an eye out. Sheesh. Bruno, tell the fans at home who was number 21. Number 21. I don't like that it's the Colts because it's not one of my favorite teams. But the player himself, the man, the myth, the legend. It's the itty bitty litty titty quitty timitty timitty titty. Yep. <laughs> Were you following that? Liddy Titty Quitty. <laughs> Quitty Pay goes from uh, go to twenty one to the Colts. Electric. Oh, ugh, we don't like the Colts, but great pick for them. Followed that up by the Titans. They select Caleb Farley, mm-hmm. uh, Virginia Tech cornerback. He was top ten talent. Had two back surgeries. Hasn't played football all year. You're getting it's a question mark. Question mark. Twenty three Vikings go Christian Darisov, Virginia Tech offensive tackle. Good pick for them. The most predictable pick in the draft. Najee Harris, Bama's running back, goes to the Steelers at 24. Obviously, um, James Conner, the yep. Steelers' previous running back, goes to Arizona. He's no longer there anymore. They had a gap there. Great pick for the Steelers. Uh, will hopefully take some of the load off a very aging Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, yeah. Bruno, I think the next pick in the draft was my favorite in the second part of the draft. Travis Etienne, the Clemson running back, goes to Jacksonville to team up with – um, what the hell is it? Trevor Lawrence? Gee, I was going to call him Zach Lawrence. Oh. I was making Zach Ooh. Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. So, um, just I think that's just a, such a dynamic pick. And we were talking about this off mic, Bruno. The Jaguars have so many picks in the first two rounds, even three rounds. They're going to get some instant playmakers, and oh, they're yeah. two for two in the first round of the draft. And even more so. So in isolation, Travis Etienne's a pretty solid pick, especially like in the second half of round one. But just – I know we already said it, but not to not to overstate this. Combining it with literally his college quarterback, they already have instant chemistry. They can come in. They can learn the offense together. They're already friends. They're going to be on the same page from day one. You talk about instant playmakers. That's, that's the definition of instant right there, having – being able to keep what worked in college so well and just translate that right into the Jaguars. So good no, for them. No doubt. No doubt. Following up the ETN pick was the Browns. The, obviously, the draft is in Cleveland this year, so the home fans got to see Greg Newsom, the second, a cornerback from Northwestern, go to them. Good pick for them. Then at 27, the Ravens surprised here. Obviously, the Ravens' offense is dominated by the Lamar Jackson in the running game. Well, they went out and they got wide receiver Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. I... I understand the pick. I don't love the pick. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, uh, Rashad Bateman is a guy who more plays on the outside, which is, I guess, more what they need. Like, I'm a much bigger fan of Elijah Elijah Moore, the old Miss um, like kind of slot receiver. But they go with Bateman. We'll see how that turns out with for them. Any comments on that? Yeah, the only thing to add is just there's been all this drama with Hollywood Brown already on the Ravens, right? So, like, does this increase the chance of him saying decrease? I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, we will. That is to be determined. TBD. After that, 28, the Saints who were in the in the news earlier today about trying to draft to get up to the top 10, they go with Houston defensive end Peyton Turner. That was a little bit of a surprise. Mm-hmm. His grade was a 76. His overall ranking was a 73. So, so to, to get him at 28 is like, yeah. You know what, Bruno? I bet they saw a power six from Houston. I bet they were power like, six, we have baby. to get him. We have to power go draft him. Six. But that felt like an overdraft. And then my least favorite pick in the in the first round. Sheesh. Okay. You have all this news about Aaron Rodgers today for Green Bay. 
you know, maybe last-ditch effort to go out there and try to get him some help. You go out and you get someone like Elijah Moore, uh, a receiver, someone who a playmaker on offense. No, no. That's not what they did. That's not what they did, Bruno. They went out and got the 71st-ranked player in the draft. <laughs> Holy a, shit. A cornerback, Eric Stokes from Georgia. Like, what the fuck? Hey, Kurt, guess who's not going to be stoked about that one? <laughs> you but know what? That was good. Uh, <laughs> our boy, our boy Dan Orlovsky, shout out UConn. Oh, shout out. Um, he went on to say, he tweeted something like, the last 10 first-round yep. picks the Packers have had, nine have been on defense and one has been there for the quarterback replacing him. It That's mind-blowing. I mean, That's crazy. I, people complained all the time about Belichick not giving Brady weapons, blah, 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 blah. Bro. Yeah, get this man. What are you doing? I know he has Devontae Adams. I I don't want to hear that. You have Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. Go get the man some help. What are you doing? Play to his strengths. Is that that crazy of a concept? No. And people are like, oh, Eric Stokes, by definition, is going to help the defense, which will help Aaron Rodgers. Okay, fine. Whatever. Sure, if you want to go that way, fine. Go get the man another receiver. Yeah. Um, Great pick, unfortunately, for Buffalo. They get Miami's Gregory Rousseau had 15 and a half sacks defensive end out of Miami. He's going to terrorize Mac Jones. Oh, no. And the rest of the people, uh, the rest of the quarterbacks <laughs> in the AFC East. Um, and then finishing up, the Baltimore Ravens have the 31st pick because of the trade for Orlando Brown yep. with the Chiefs. They go with Penn State outside linebacker Jason Awea. I don't know how you say that. Awea? Sure. That works Awe for me. Awe 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 <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> uh, and then, obviously, the champs, the Bucks, fi- finish it up with Joe Ty- Tryon. Joe Tryon. He's the trying, wa- man. Yeah, I'm trying. The Washington outside linebacker, um, who I guess they were infatuated with. So, <laughs> that wraps up the first round of the draft, Bruno. <sighs> Real quick. Mm-hmm. Positions of need for the Patriots going forward. Okay? where wh- What are some positions you think the Patriots need to address tomorrow in rounds two or three or beyond? So you were saying this earlier. We were talking again off air, off mic, off this, but we were still on because we're always on. Two on, some could say. Yeah. Um, still could use some wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Kurt was explaining that this is one of the deeper wide receiver classes in a while. Like you could get starters all the way up through the mid, maybe even towards the end of the draft. So I'd be mm-hmm. more than okay with drafting your boy Elijah Morphy somehow oh, still God, there so or good. anyone at 46 because that's our next pick as of now before any trades. So disclaimer, if anything happens overnight, don't sue us. I'm putting this – this is legally binding. Will, I'm putting this out there right now. Legally binding. Kurt. I will say this, too. Aside from more, uh, there's guys you can get probably in the third round, like Dwayne Eskridge. Amari Rodgers from Clemson is f- is a phenomenal wide receiver. He's someone Patriots fans have had their eyes on. Um, there's um, Rondale Moore from Purdue. There are some absolute playmakers you can get in the second and third rounds. And for me, as a Pats fan, you know, if you look at the Patriots depth chart for wide receiver, yes, you have Nelson Aguilar. Yes, you have Kendrick Bourne. Yes, you still have Nikhil Harry. You have uh, Jacoby Myers, and you have Gunnar Olszewski. Yep. It's not bad, but it's also not good. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Um, and I, I love Gunnar and whatever, but I think I, – I don't know if I don't know if he's in the plans going forward. I don't necessarily think Nikhil Harry should be in the plans going forward. Right. If, you should, if you could go get a fifth or fourth or a fifth-round pick for him, do it. Because what value is he really bringing to your team? I think a change of scenery would be good for him and for you. You have Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne and Jacoby Myers. Those are three good receivers. Right. Go get a fourth, and now you're ta- now, we're, now we're cooking with fire. Yeah. We're cooking with gasoline, with fire. I don't know the phrase. We're but cooking. You, we're cooking. We're chefing it up. Chefing. Two good tight ends. You go out on a receiver like that. Now you're now you now you go. 
Um, again, I want to see cornerback. And I still think, yes, Dante Hightower is back, which is massive for the Patriots. But when you think about it logistically, he's probably only only going to be back for a year, maybe two. I'd still like to see someone in the middle of that defense not named Jawan Bentley, not you know someone who could be there for a little bit. Yeah, that was my exact point, Kurt. And specifically, if we're talking linebackers, Kurt, I want to see more younger, faster, and athletic linebackers. Because I feel like we have a lot of smart ones. I feel like a lot of good tacklers, right? A lot of thumpers. That's been a key word that we've had. Hey, no. But we've definitely seen in the past year or so the Pats linebackers exposed when they have to get into coverage and cover faster receivers, whether it's over the middle or whoever they're matched up with, like a running back or something like that who comes out of the, the backfield. So I'd love uh, you know some more faster, younger, athletic, taller, well, taller, better, faster, stronger. What's how the Daft Punk song go? Whatever that is. <laughs> Taller, better, faster, stronger. There are, and I'm looking at some of the best available players, Bruno. There are some really good linebackers left on the board. Jeremy Awusu Kamara. <laughs> J-O-K. J-O-K. Uh, he'll go early tomorrow, but yeah. he's an inside linebacker. Then you have Aziz Ojolari from Georgia. He's very good. Yeah, There's another fitness. one. Yep, There's another fitness. one. Oh, Nick Bolton from Missouri. Very, very good inside linebacker. That's the guy to keep your eye on. Sounds like an accountant. And then when you talk about cornerbacks – Tyson Campbell from Georgia, and then hold on a minute, Asante Samuel Jr. Oh no, that would be wild. That would be crazy. That would be wild. And then here's a player who I'm shocked has made yep. it to round two. Okay, he was graded 30th overall in the class, but number one at his position at defensive line, Christian Barmore from Alabama. So for some reason, if his slide continues, it could be another Nick Saban, Bill Belichick connection. Oh yeah. Does Nick Saban think he's good enough? I know he has had character issues, blah 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 blah, but maybe Belichick takes a swing for that. Um, what else do we? Oh shoot! What else do we got here? Well, I want to see receivers, receivers, receivers. Oh, um, obviously more Tutu Atwell tutu. from Tutu. Can you imagine if we got a guy tutu. tutu? He's from uh, Louisville. Terrence Marshall Jr. from LSU. People thought he could go in the first round. Um, and then there's there's some really good secondary pieces too tomorrow. So I wouldn't be shocked at all if tomorrow Belichick has the he has the 46 pick and the 92nd pick a 96 pick. I bet he makes, I bet he makes three picks tomorrow. I bet he trades up into the. I could see that because we have a lot of fourth round picks, a fifth round pick, whatever. I bet he packages some of those to move up because the Patriots have like ten draft picks. There's no way 10, 10 people are going to make the team. Nope. Or ten rookies or whatever. And I know Belichick loves his undrafted guys, so my guess is he packages some of those picks right. to move up. Uh, Bruno, my last question for you, okay? Before we wrap this up, ready? Give me your overall grade on Mac Jones to the Patriots at fifteen. I'm putting you right on the spot. Well, I mean, this might be like controversial, but I'm just going to give it an A because, and this is why. Yes, there are still questions about Mac Jones, but if we're just talking about we picked 15, we did not move up, and looking at who else was there, and then looking at apparently what was coming out after the fact, right, where there were smoke screens being thrown around. We didn't love Trey Lance, really. We didn't really look at him that much. Justin Fields maybe was like a distraction to other teams. We kind of got maybe who we wanted all along. Maybe there's some questions, but if we got who we wanted all along right there at 15, didn't lose anything to get him, we just stuck right there, didn't have to trade up. And again, also just looking around at who was there, there was no one else there that I would have even really considered that was a viable, like, I'd rather him than Mac Jones. Absolutely so that's not. great for me. Yeah, well, 15 came around it was obvious mac jones was a choice or you trade back because right. there was nobody else who was there who was right. like i want him and again i said this earlier the fact that the patriots took no time to send the pick in was very telling to me obviously the nick saban connection which we've talked about a couple times already i'm not going to get into that again um i think i'd give it a, a b plus a minus just because ideally i wanted justin fields you did i did 
Um, so I can't sit here and be like, oh, it's an A. because I, I mean, I, I think it's a very good pick. When you think about the Patriots, there was one real position of need, and it was quarterback. Because uh, the long-term you, – you had no long-term answer on your right. roster. You have Cam Newton for a year. You have Jarrett Stedman going into year three. There was no long-term answer. You went out and you filled a lot of goddamn holes in free agency. Belichick did a uh, – it was a master class in free agency. And then he went out and he addressed the number one issue for the Patriots going forward. So it, I it really couldn't get too much more solid than that. In the yeah, first round. and my biggest last thing is that I absolutely agree in that I'm not going to sit here and guarantee he's an A quality pick. But what I'm happy about – what I'm happy about is that we can look back on this first round and not really have a ton of regrets. We did not choose Mac Jones necessarily directly over someone else. And we can look at, I know you said earlier, what we would have had to give up that the bears gave up for fields wouldn't be the same because we picked earlier than the bears. So it would have been different compensation. But the fact of the matter is it was still going to be a lot. So at the end of the day, what I'm happy with is that we can't, it wasn't a situation like remember the bears trading up for Trubisky. It's like they could have yeah. taken so many other guys. Yeah. We, we were at 15. There was one option and we took them. I'm even if, it doesn't work out at least it wasn't like some crazy yeah. whatever that went down and it seems like every single analyst out there says it's the perfect fit for right. mac jones behind a great offensive line a good running game two tight end sets you're getting coached by bill belichick and josh mcdaniels and it's not like mac jones hasn't been coached hard in his oh, career yeah. you got coached by nick saban for four years oh, yeah you 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 you're getting coached pretty with hard. offensive coordinators who have pro yes. experience yeah, too yeah, so. no doubt um, it just sounds like Mac Jones is this, this, one of the smartest guys in the room, a great leader, a great teammate. He nailed his first press conference, and he already had that um, with the Patriots. Uh, he said all the right things. There's not too much. You, you well, know, he, Kurt, the past is the past, and the future is the future. Correct. That's a soundbite from Mac Jones. <laughs> um, and he, but he also said it's Cam's show right now. He's just going to be a good teammate and do whatever he can to help the team. So um, The team, the team, the team. You know, I can't wait for uh, the rest of the draft, but Bruno, thank you for making the trek down here. Bruno's not going to be home until like 2 a.m. Hey. You know what, Kurt? Hashtag do your job. Oh, God. You, Bruno did his job. Everybody round of applause for Bruno. As far as the rest of this podcast, uh, we're done for now. We're done for now. Sub an hour. So good, sh- good for Shout us. Shout out to us. Shout out to us. Yep. Claps for us. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll be around. We'll be back. We'll we're be back. We're the no, boys. We're the boys. You know, we're, you, we'll be yeah, here. I got some ideas for the podcast. I got to float out towards Bruno, but, mm. you know. As I said, you'll see soon. Oh, but, our, our buzzword for <laughs> the our night. Our buzzword for the night. Um, but, anyway... Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next time on Playing the Feed. Bye, guys.